call, man. Okay. Um, hello and welcome to the fifth episode of uh, Almost Single. <laughs> we have uh, a guest with us this time who is uh, looks a bit uncomfortable and uh, <laughs> is laughing, trying not to be <laughs> heard. It's uh, James, our friend and co-worker. Hello. Hello, yes. It's James. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you very much. Hey, James. <laughs> <laughs> James, how much did you hate us for talking shit about Minecraft on it the first episode? It wasn't episode? hate so much. It's just bitter disappointment. <laughs> was it the ignorance? Was it, it was the ignorance. Of ignorance. It was ignorance. Yeah. I, I'm in the unique, unique position where, you know, most people listening to podcasts and they're like imp- impotently like screaming into the, <laughs> into the <laughs> earbuds. And now I can come and actually tell you for real. Yeah, yeah uh, please, please <laughs> go on. Yeah, because I have to describe James's from like hearing little tidbits about your Minecraft how much you've played it you're like red hot on well, Minecraft yeah, I mean, let's in not, terms of let's not make it sound like I have no life <laughs> 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 well that's going to play nicely with the topic of, yeah. of the episode yeah. as well but you know ultimately anytime I don't spend a work at the moment I'm probably playing Minecraft no but yeah. I, that's good I'm, and I'm you definitely played that. more between all of I mean I haven't played any Minecraft really uh, well I can't lie and say I did it because I already told on this podcast to prove that I know nothing about it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. the ignorance. Yeah, but ultimately, um, it's just really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't on me. Um, I was talking to uh, someone a year ago about a bunch of people at work, and uh, Jesse, who we know, and yeah, anyone listening, uh, all the listeners, <laughs> and all of the listeners also know. She was like, "That came out seven years ago." And I was like, "No, you're talking shit." And then I, you know, did a cursory Google search. And yeah, it did come out seven years ago. I've been playing it pretty much. Well, apparently, since then. there was a piece of news today that they oh. delayed the new graphics pack expansion really? or something to yeah. to next year's. Really, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know about that. Uh, I saw like a picture before and after. Okay. And the new ones, it, it just looks amazing. Well, I've been, I've been, because I've been using this. Um, um, it's called. It's a proper. It's called the Seuss mod, like Sonic Ether's Unbelievable Shaders. <laughs> it's just some <laughs> random Sonic fan, I guess. Um, and yeah, it makes everything look lovely. It makes everything look like um, a game from like easily GameCube era, which for <laughs> Minecraft is uh, That's impressive. quite something. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they should really just, I don't know why I haven't rolled that out, just pay that man a bit of money and roll I've it out. I've always been intrigued. Isn't <clears throat> part of the lack of graphical, like the graphics part of the experience that's, in that's a way. Part, absolutely it's part of the charm yeah. but when you suddenly see the same world that you've been playing on in years <laughs> with a bit of ambient occlusion in there you're like, mm. yeah, um, <laughs> this is great I'm to be in. honest <laughs> if I'd built an entire enormous city like you have mm. I'd probably want to give it as much of a shine as possible yeah, well, I, have, you know. yeah I have I'm not I'm not <laughs> ashamed to admit I've made several Hundred screenshots of things. I'll no, they're quite impressive. A virtual photographer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but also <coughs> an architect. Yeah. In a way. Well, right? you've built shit. In in a way, I am a, an amazing architect. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Thank you for bringing that up. But no, I mean, ultimately, the thing I really love about Minecraft is you make the game your own. You know, mm. any other any other game like uh, I don't know, like just any other game like you have closer to the mic. I'm sorry. I'm just waxing lyrical about Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Any other game, you know, you have like a home base and it's it's a home base. Some sure. talented artist somewhere has made it. And then maybe you can put up a poster or something like that. Or you can expand to have the conservatory or the tower. Yeah. Like in Skyrim, you have a house with like 15 modules. And that's about <laughs> it. That's another game I also love. But Minecraft, you can make the house that looks like your house. And people have different styles. Some people go for massive 
massive cities or spaceships or whatever I, I tend to go for kind of a vaguely medieval aesthetic like double glazing and, <laughs> uh, stuff like that and then you know um, you start building ships and and time tunnel systems and you go what I really love about that game is you go from first day knowing nothing about it mm-hmm. sort of wandering around the day and then it's nighttime and oh shit creepers and and zombies and you're running for your life and you die and I remember the very first night I played <laughs> the very first in-game night I played that game the Real only way night as well probably right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got, got to night time and I was vaguely aware of what was about to happen and I I heard the the sound design is pretty good in that game the zombies are proper creepy and uh, you can hear them like in caves nearby stuff like that I remember I just dug into the ground <laughs> and covered up the hole and just sat there until I stopped hearing noises <laughs> nice I thought that was only nice. me who did that <laughs> that's, maybe that's like an actual technique of Minecraft yeah well just hide yeah in a but hole. then you know you find torches yeah you find out how to make torches and that stops monsters spawning <laughs> and then you get wood then stone and steel then glass and all that and yeah. within like a couple of weeks of playing you've you've colonized a mountain range because mm. uh, i always think because i remember I, I don't know i talked about it with jesse and she described the way how i think she was saying when someone first plays the game you've got this kind of elaborate you, you don't, do you have like an intro quest into your map does that happen well before? We, no, like you meet no, at so, a tower so is that okay, not right so yeah there's there's barely any story in minecraft and that's just the way i like it <laughs> i wish we'd get on to later um, um and, you know, they, they added in some stuff, like if you find specific blocks, like obsidian, you yes. can, if you find diamond, you can make tools, which are the only thing that can mine obsidian. Mm-hmm. Then you can use that to form a gateway and then you can set that gateway on fire and that gets you into the nether, which is basically a hell. How do and you find out about that, though? This is the great thing about it. It doesn't tell you. Well, at least on the PC original version, it doesn't tell you. It's all about the wiki, basically. It's okay. about a community okay. in a wiki. Mm-hmm. And there's a sort of... um online version of um playground talk or water cooler talk like have you found out what happens if you do this you know it doesn't tell you in the game yeah but there's a sense of uh, secrets and uh, uncovering yes absolutely and that really and that really adds the sense of exploration and sense of Mm. pride when you know you've got you found all this stuff and i do what i'm sure most people do is you end up somewhere in your castle you have a vault which has hundreds of chests in it. This just has all the stuff you've collected, all nicely labelled with signs. Plus <laughs> cobblestone, this is my wood, my diamond and my emeralds, that kind right. of stuff. Um, yeah, but no, but to what you're talking about, so me, Jesse, Vincent, uh, Clem and Guillaume for like two hours before he, I think, was a bit overwhelmed by how nerdy it all was. Um, we've, um, we started a server, well, Minecraft, there's a thing called Minecraft Realms, which is just like a, yeah, I was going to ask, have server. you to so play with other people? Because I've I never, like I never used to. Yeah, okay. But um, I have, I have done a bit with Je- one of us server basically. Yeah. And um, plugging one of us. Yeah, right. The company <laughs> name. Uh, yes. I'm really adding to the diversity of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight white, thirty-something male who works in central London. I like to have a best company. I like to have an entirely different perspective on my yeah. friend that yeah. you like just bringing. Yeah. Like, who also, whole other way of thinking. Who also grew up in Nintendo consoles. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, guys. Yeah, Very interesting guest. That's um, why we're the first guest. Yeah. Best one first. We can't top this. Yeah. <laughs> like in terms of no, no, but already I feel like James... I'm loving spent, this already, though. He, James has spent maybe 10 minutes and he already has clearly way more knowledge about a game. <laughs> we're like 
meandering through knowledge. Yeah. And it's like I think he brings he brings expert. something different, which is why we have him as a guy. Yes, of course. I mean this is the thing. I think you guys consume games like um your lives depend on it. Whereas I have like five games over the last three years that I really play. Yeah, yeah. And I play them to death. Actually we're all very different type yeah. kinds of gamers and you you are like a different kind as well. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what it's all about. That's yeah, what yeah. we like talking about. Yeah. But just to get back to my incredible yeah, power, yeah. just four <laughs> seconds. Um, but no, uh, so we, we have this server and we based it off a map that I, one of my single player maps that I worked on for a bit. Yeah. It was, I had I have this map that I worked on for like 100,000 years and that was like a whole city and a mountain range. I thought we wouldn't use that because of kind of, it's kind of my world then. Yeah. But I had another map where I'd made this one tower and it's kind of like, you know the Tower of the Gods from Wind Waker? Like the mm-hmm. big white tower? Yep, yep, yep. kind of styled after that. <clears throat> and it's kind of like a bunch of trick rooms and things and it sort of works as a self-sufficient outpost that has farms and animals and livestock and all that but i made a portal at the top and then with li- once you once you've got it on a server um you know you've got a bit of coding yeah that you can do to sort of make portals so people would start in the game on a little island with a chest with a boat and then they'd sail to the when they first started in the map they'd sail to the lighthouse and we'd be at the top waiting for them and whether or not they can make it to the top or not depends on whether or not they're allowed to play. Um, so that's what we did. And in the middle, there was like a chest with their name on it, which had some like intro goodies, like some armor and some food. Nice. And then we'd all go in the portal and go back, go to somewhere on the other side of the map where we were actually playing. So that's what that was. Very cool. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading about like um, um, governments and stuff are trying to use Minecraft for education and they yeah. do this uh, projects <coughs> where they like build maps of real things and then some troll comes in and destroys everything. <laughs> is there any protection mechanism? There in is, yeah. These yeah. people, uh, if, if that really is happening, then it's a classic case of adults not knowing how to play games. <laughs> really. ah, okay, okay. And, uh, you know, you can, by, by default, you can go in and destroy practically anything. Yeah. But you can make, you can make sort of worlds permanent or yeah kind of thing okay it can be educational though right yeah i think so um i think it's an entry into modeling and cad and architecture yeah Mm -hmm. even a bit of coding there's kind of there's this stuff called redstone in the game which allows you oh yes allows you to make kind of circuits so people made like mini like actual working calculators and oh yeah printers and stuff out of this stuff um that's quite cool. You know, there's things that are basically and gates and not gates and and all that. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But would you say uh, just as playing like a five, like a ten year old playing as well, a game like that, mm-hmm. open <coughs> with unlimited potential, it's kind of the equivalent of uh, outdoors play kind of thing. As in, it I I think it, it, it covers even, that need of exploration as well. I would well. say it covers. The, I suppose it. Oh, there yeah. is definitely a big exploration element, and me being a lazy adult who doesn't go outside much um it's it's you know it's it's fun exploring and fun finding new things and new biomes and there are biomes like the different mm-hmm. environments like yeah tundra or plains or right. m- mushroom which are <laughs> yeah <laughs> which are these islands that are like uh, one in a thousand chance of seeing kind of thing which are composed of um, mycelium which is kind of like a, a spore uh, that's the ground and then there's giant mushrooms and then cows which have mushrooms on the top nice. and you can harvest the mushrooms off them and they're called mushrooms <laughs> nice very nice this is like the complete guide to Minecraft I could go on like for the rest of the podcast yeah. 
I'm, I'm quite I'm staggered by the knowledge. <laughs> did anything I, change in the game when like Microsoft bought it? Like, did it change no, drastically? No, no, or did they just like sort of buy it to own it? I, in a way? I think yeah. the only thing that happened is it came out on the Xbox, or it may oh, have yeah. even come out on the Xbox before then. But they've been great, and I spent fifteen pounds on this game as a beta when mm. it first came out. Mm. I haven't spent anything since on it, and yeah, yeah, free update amazing. after free update. I was in there before fences, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know we've got we've got parallel worlds <laughs> since then, and um, that's. Have you played things. the single player? Um, no, I haven't. Well, there's... You the, mean the story mode? Yeah, the story that's mode. That's a different sorry. game, actually. Oh, that's right. actually that, that's Microsoft, game. right? I think that's Telltale. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but oh. yeah, the, the, yeah, the Minecraft... Yeah, there's a oh, that's single maybe player game that is a Telltale game. But isn't mm. there also a story mode in there's, which is different from the Telltale? In the, I'm, I'm not sure. There's something like that. In the main game, there's... um. An adventure mode. Uh, there's adventure mode and creative mode, basically. Yes, yes. Adventure mode is the game where you die yeah. and you have to collect blocks. And if you collect, this is what happens, right? You, yeah. This is why you don't mine down. Because you can mine straight down, which is an easy way to get underground. And you'll find some diamonds, you'll find some iron, you'll find some coal. Um, you'll get a, a cool bit of loot from killing a bunch of creepers. And then you'll mine straight down into a pit of lava, die, <laughs> and lose all your stuff. So that's why you mine down in zigzags. That's why you mine staircases. Um, oh. And then there's creative mode where you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm uh, like hard uh, staring yeah. at James. Like uh, I'm like, trying to learn it. Yeah, this is a uh, begin, on beginner's, <laughs> beginner's guide <laughs> to Minecraft. But I have, uh, I have one question. Yes. If someone, because they are a dick, decided to like mine a bit of your tower away, you can absolutely do Would that, that shatter you? Would, um, would you be like enraged? I, I would murder them. <laughs> I'd murder them in game right? and they would respawn and I'd murder them again. <laughs> and then if I had admin controls on the server, I would spawn them above lava every Perfect. time. Perfect. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, but I, I like to I like to play without without cheats many. There's a few mods sure. I like to use. Um, and creative mode where you have everything from the start, um, infinite supplies of it. That's how people end up creating like a scale replica of the Starship Enterprise, you know, oh, yeah. through creative mode. That's mm. fun for a bit. Yeah. And ultimately what I end up doing is spawning a crap ton of TNT and seeing what happens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it blows it up. The game pauses for a bit and then it comes back to life 20 minutes later and there's a, a wasteland where wow. your map used to be. Because nice. it's a Java game, it's not particularly... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but creative mode gets kind of boring quite quickly as far okay. as I'm concerned. But when you've made mm. a city out of everything you stuff you've mined and then stuff you've arranged yourself. And when you've made a tower that you've built upwards while trying not to fall off and, and all that, and you build like dirt scaffolding to get around the outside. Yeah, and that's then what I mean. It, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, <laughs> it's like every part of it is you have to be pretty logical about what you're doing and it's not, it's everything needs a bit of uh, follow through and thought thinking, yeah. how yeah. to build it. And then, and then, because I like to design stuff that's sort of functional <laughs> as well, as well as kind of cool looking. And yeah, my, my stuff is, ends up being a little bit utilitarian, but I've, and I'm, I'm not by no means unique in this regard. But I've developed like castle walls that are that spiders can't climb over mm. and stuff like that. And you know, like I don't know what they're called, like the the the, the lumpy bits on top of tower walls that archers would hide behind you know uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense in a minecraft world as well you know you can you can use those to take cover from skeleton archers while you're shooting down at them yeah. and stuff like that so, wow so like know, an evolutionary kind of type thing and you know you put a moat <laughs> around the outside of the castle which means that creepers can't detonate next to your wall because they can't detonate in or they can detonate in water but it damps any of the damage stuff like that so 
I always feel like we should do a podcast where you two and me go into James's. Like we start. Actually, that could be a nice topic. That we just explore it. your server. Yeah, it'd be great on an audio <laughs> medium. Yeah, like a, <laughs> no, 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 like a, like an like a tourist guide kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the sort of pre-made recording they would play on the the bus that would go through, like imaginary bus that would uh, do a city sightseeing. Yeah. Well, I mean, in I all languages, <laughs> Japanese, I German. Yeah. <laughs> in my main world, I kind of have that. My city got so big, I had to have a a tube network to get around it. Are you shitting me? Really? <laughs> And all the, stations are, all the stations are color coded, so you know which one it is. Oh, wow. oh my god! <laughs> they have like your names as well. Like the uh, they do, like yeah, they do. They're nothing particularly like Castle Town or Central, uh, <coughs> Central or whatever, and <laughs> the, odd re- the odd reference to uh, Minecraft. So uh, what's so left, yeah. James? In um, Minecraft, what, what do you want to do? So there's one more thing. It's the ambition. Right? One more thing, but it's and endless, promise, right? It's like whatever goal you put yourself. Yeah, and the world as well. The world. If you walk, you know, you can just if you. If you enact server codes, you can just teleport to the end of the world, which things get trippy in a cool way. Um, but if you were to walk from where you spawned in the center of the the world to yeah. the end, you couldn't do it in your lifetime. Like, it's that big. Mm-hmm. And there are people that play in a nomadic way. And there's this um, there's this um, this other mod that I got, um, which we're trying to get to work on a server at the moment. <laughs> Because it's just the best, and I, I and this transformed the game for me. It was a, it was a, it's called Pixis, um, something like that, and um, it was a block that would fly, and you could stip, sit on it and then activate it, and you could fly around, you know, fold backwards, up, down, sideways, and you could attach that block to an object you created, as long as that object was within a certain bounding box and was isolated from the rest of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, that would turn into a flying thing. <clears throat> so the logical step is to make gigantic galleons, which <laughs> have huge <laughs> like chests on the bottom to keep all your stuff, uh, like a bridge that you can pilot from, and like a sort of a kitchen with crafting and enchanting and all that. Then it basically becomes a mobile base. So you just fly around, you just fly in one direction and you find everything you want. Wow. Um, and so, yeah. it absolutely transforms the game. And I would love that to be a... A more a more supported thing yeah and the thing is well, it's a big ship and if you land it you got to be careful it's like when you bring in a big ship into port you got to be careful how you land it otherwise you'll crash into things and what this would mean in minecraft is it would touch the ground and then suddenly you'd be anchored to the ground you wouldn't be able to take it with you mm. so you have landing craft right <laughs> on the bottom of my ship i had hatches that would open and little ships could fly out and i take them to the ground and then put my stuff in that and then fly back up to the big ship. nice <laughs> so i've been trying to get that working that mod hasn't been supported for years now, but there's mm-hmm. another similar one called Archimedes Ships, which we're trying to get working on a server at the moment. So then the, the bunch of, the three or four of us in our server can get on the ship and just just go. <laughs> someone can sit in the crow's nest, someone can be at the front, someone can be in the bridge, stuff like that. <laughs> and then I've, I've worked out a system, there's these things called dispensers, which if you, if you press a button, and this is a redstone thing, if you press, if you make a dispenser and you press a button, it'll, it'll, uh, drop something out of it like a block like a piece of food or whatever or a diamond um but you can make you can make them put them in a row and put a little um like a gate like a delayed gate between them so if you press a button each each of these dispensers will activate in a row and if you put arrows in them they fires them so then you've got broadside cannons on the ship so that's <laughs> what i mean that must be the dream two two <laughs> ships fighting each other yeah till till the end yeah that'd be very cool but it really sounds 
limitless. In in it's certainly um, it's if if you're that way inclined, it's very hard to get bored. And mm. one day they'll stop providing updates. And I haven't played for seven years straight. I played for a year or two, then stopped for six months or whatever. You know, right. you get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you do anything else. Mm. But um, it's something that something that I keep coming back but to. It seems like a game that if it ever gets unsupported, wouldn't it, the whole game turn open source, you think, and then carry I, on forever? I don't like, know. It could do. I mean, there's no reason why not. I mean, the amount of people that have made mods for it, people know yeah. how it works. I don't think it ever needs a sequel. All it needs is a graphical update. And if that's yeah. coming, then great. What if you think the Minecraft movie is going to be a pumps? Well, <laughs> this, this this is a this is a um, a movie that if it gets made is potentially very interesting because of course the director is R- Rob um, McElhenney. Yeah, or, uh, which I believe you were talking to be talking about before. We, we mentioned him in the very first episode, I think. Yeah, yeah movies. Um, based yeah, on games. it is getting made, right? It has same attached to it. Uh, yeah, it was announced um, like a year ago, a year and a yeah. half ago, something like that. I guess it still could not happen, but they have a director at least. And yeah, well, it's certainly being developed, right? Absolutely. There must be a script. Yeah. I would just hope it's not the same studio that made Angry Birds movie. Like, I have to have some real talent behind <laughs> it. Was Sony, wasn't it? Was that Sony that made Angry Birds? Uh, pretty sure it was a Sony movie. Has anyone watched it? No, of course but, not. Like, I do still play Angry Birds. On the toilet. I guess you said that that you play only like three, four, or five games, yeah. then you play them. Angry like, Birds is death. one of them. <laughs> Angry Birds is one of them. That's another yeah, game. Like, three stars on every level, kind of thing. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'm th- Are you a perfectionist then when you play? So like you want everything to hundred percent completion? Not necessarily, but I think it's just I don't know. It's just one of those things. I am. Um, Variety is a spice of life, and it's not really a spice I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys know my dietary habits. Like, I eat meat and fish and potatoes and smoothies, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> what one question about the Minecraft film is it? Are they gonna? Is it gonna look like the game, or are they gonna try and do some weird twist I'm on not it? Sure if like it's like a, a action game or if an animation movie. Oh God, or I don't know. If it's no anything idea. but. Like something faithful to that. Does it have people? If it has people in, that's surely that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like real looking people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something along the lines. Like, I think I mentioned it in episode one, but maybe it'll do something along the lines of the Lego movie. Yeah. Mm. Where it's like sort of the the fantasy of like a Mm. kid playing with Lego in his basement kind of thing. And that's like (laughs) not strictly necessary, but it sort of grounds it in something. Yeah, Mm. sure. I don't know. But to get getting the aesthetic right would be very important, I think. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of mods where you get like realistic weapons where they reskin an axe to look like a it's still a, a sprite but they reskin it to look like a sort of high highly detailed high resolution Skyrim axe and it's like that's just completely missing the point <laughs> yeah. or when you get the 4k texture packs where okay, instead yeah. of you know it's like that's not what it is <laughs> yeah. you know all you need is the one I've got which is the the, the fancy shaders with some illusion refraction mm. that's, that's all you need and that even that shader comes with realistic clouds which doesn't make any sense to me. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the, the sun is a cube in Minecraft. Like, <laughs> yeah, although, it, it although, has to be a cube, right? <laughs> yeah. Although I'm obsessed with making circular towers. <laughs> and <laughs> Fighting the limits of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, know, you, just, you, you go into paint, you open up paint, you draw some circles, and you go, well, that's the pattern I need to, I need to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this episode going to be about? Like um to, uh, get well, the way I understand it is uh, all the cultural baggage that comes with uh, gaming, what we associate as gaming, yeah. whether there's a bit of shame attached or not, or maybe our generation still feels a little bit of shame. Maybe today's <laughs> generation doesn't. 
Yeah. James's idea, by the way, as well. Uh, the guest, uh, we gave the guest, we outsourced the work of coming up with something <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> it's also the who decided uh, what's going to be the top three later in the episode. Yeah, um, okay. Just, just warning, just in case it turns out to be a shit one. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys, we won't have him back again. <laughs> I, I think it's a very interesting topic, though. It's yeah, certainly yeah, a topic definitely. that I've thought sure. about every now and then. Yeah. Whenever, whenever a girl asks you, like, ah, do you, are you into games? There's always a moment where it's nah. like I'm thinking, oh, should I be completely honest and say yes? Or should I play it cool and say, you know, just playing some movies, but sometimes playing some games uh, kind of thing. <laughs> so I got some feedback on the episode that's claimed that we were like too man oriented. And now we said when I talk to a girl, so I'm just going to say that I heard it. And now I'm addressing it that uh, we are very man heavy. Well, we are for men. <laughs> <laughs> this is just straight to one listener. Yeah. <laughs> is it Jesse? Yeah. No. <laughs> is it is it Marge? Who is it? Yeah, I don't think you know her. Oh anyway. Oh, um, ooh. Ooh, a non Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> This made it very awkward now. I hope Burn her. I hope she doesn't Burn her. Well just to just steer us back. If I talk to anyone more like, and more game more more and more girls do play games. Mm-hmm. When we were playing games back when we were twelve years old, fifteen years old, back in high school. Um, not many girls were playing, at least in my my uh, is, uh, circles. I think that's probably true, but also as a uh, like a twelve year old boy, I didn't, you know, like um, most of my friends were equally nerdy boys. <laughs> and, but the people that intru- my friends that introduced me to, I mean, I had a, like a Mega Drive and stuff. But we never played it, but my my main intro to games was to the N sixty four and Mario sixty four, mm. mm-hmm. and it was uh, friends of ours. Uh, two sisters that had that console and we used to play at their house. Oh, wow, interesting. So, yeah. I had the, like, I think I mentioned before as well, it's the school friend of my oldest sister that learned me everything that is to know about, like, Super Mario Bros. 3 as well. She mm-hmm. was an encyclopedia. So, yeah, girls have been playing games for as long as guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I didn't have any girlfriends that were playing yeah, games. Well, it says more about you, Theo. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anyway, now that's sorted, we've covered... Uh, Multiple angles. <laughs> I think we're trying. We're trying to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what was your, the? Where were we? So. Well, the topic. Yeah. Topics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I need someone to start it because I need. So okay. I need to maybe, munch on maybe some James stuff. Maybe James should start it then. <clears> yeah, please do. Yeah, they had some sort of conscious uh, thought about what. Yeah, I'll, I'll about. start. I've got a few a few topics, but I'll start with the easy one, and I okay. don't think I'm going to get Excellent. much resistance from this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the concept of esports just drives me crazy. Oh. Okay, yeah. yes. Um, the idea <laughs> that you can have tournaments where people go and get paid, and they're professional gamers and win money, and you know. Ha- People watch it on the internet and go crazy, and there are commentators and all that. Totally fine with that. Okay. Don't call it a sport. It's not a sport. <laughs> and the okay. people that want to um, in, introduce video games into the Olympics. I just yes. Oh yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely it's lunacy. It's it's uh, not a sport. It's a misunderstanding of the very definition of the word. Mm-hmm. There's nothing physical about it, and I'm including the we here. Um, really. <laughs> <laughs> and connect. And connect. Uh, and. Um, it just, it, to me, it smacks of insecurity, is what it does. Yeah. I just call it a games tournament, a uh, coliseum or something. Make, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be a sport. Well, yeah. I, 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 I think I agree with the definition of sport and um, game. It's not the same. Uh, that being said, there are certain things in the Olympics that are borderlining, not being physically challenging enough, mm-hmm. um, or where tactics and uh, 
brain power, like it's the main thing in use. Yes, and correct me if I'm wrong, Theo, the Greek, but the original Olympics weren't necessarily entirely sport-based either. I think there were. There were. There were only. There were only eight sports, and it were well, it was only men only, and I think. I think they were very much into the physical aspect, mm. but uh, that has changed quite a lot. But I think you, you've you kind of nailed it for me as well because I used to live with a guy who was very into uh, League of Legends right? and he watched the yearly world tournament um, and he had there were two videos you could watch. You could watch the pro version, which he did, and I watched it with him and I had no idea what they were saying because they were talking in code in code depth, words yeah. and stuff. So he, he showed me the novice one and I was watching that with him. And uh but when they finally the person the team that won the grand prize, it was like obscene amount of money. I think they each won like a million dollars each. And uh that when they had the like final they were they were like going, Oh, you've you've become a millionaire, how do you feel? But it was these um this Japanese team and they clearly had spent probably like five years in a room dedicated to being the best at this game and they none of them they weren't they weren't even like emoting a kind of grandeur of being the best of it they were just kind of like they were just like a (laughs) thumbs up and just like a nod like how do you feel great and then they said how do you feel and he's like Pretty good. In, in that, just, there regard, was no that, personality involved. In that regard, in that's like ninety-nine percent of sportsmen as well, though. Like, I mean, you watch a football game and like someone's done something, and the post-game interview. Ninety percent of yeah. sports people are so boring. It's like, oh, just look forward to the next game. You know, one game at a time. Yeah. yeah. Like, so this it. is a very like this is a very sport-like. Yeah, like to be very <laughs> underwhelming. Yeah, proud of the guys. You know, we did good. We yeah. Did <laughs> training. We, uh, yeah, I'm glad I got a goal. But you know, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's a team sport. Uh, but I did realise that the, the <laughs> almost the Western teams had a bit of uh, character to them. By Western, Even, do you mean American? No, no, no. But um, uh, by Western, I, I kind of mean Europe and, and America. And their teams were... There was only a couple in the, in the tournament. But they, at least when they were being talked to, Reacting. they kind of had some sort of... Like how I expect a gamer to be, almost kind of... A bit of a weird flair, a bit odd, but kind of entertaining at the same time, sort mm. of thing. Um, whereas uh, the the real pros were kind of so dedicated, or maybe to be a pro, you have to be so dedicated that you're just closed within a room, okay, like hardcore, like a machine, kind of decision making. Again, I would say this is like very akin professional. <coughs> like I, I agree with the, <coughs> well, it not being a sport, but that mindset. Like surely, if you're a professional like sportsmen whatever the sport sure you live by the same rules like that like they don't usually get any education they dedicate like as the sports people have short careers like they have to retire mid-30s most sports right mm-hmm. like because of physical limitations i'm pretty like that's kind of interesting to see like if gamers since it's like competitive gaming at least is quite young still mm-hmm. and like can you be is like reaction time and those things mm. so important yeah, well, that they will never like <coughs> will they have similarly short careers thumb wear yeah, yeah. the thumbs wear down yeah <laughs> like, <they got> <laughs> and the eyes as well and like yeah, yeah you know they'll yeah it's gonna be interesting to see but because people were telling me about uh like especially in um real-time strategies 
clicks per minute or mm. is mm-hmm. is a big thing and it's like either that or fps's right that usually you you see on uh online sports on esports yeah I think it clicks per minute being like a skill thing like how quickly yes. you yeah. Like yeah yeah how many you like in real-time strategies like say a normal per well a sort of novice would be like i'm gonna move that guy over here and then i'm gonna move these guys over here but in when you're like a professional you have to be doing like three or four decisions at once like yeah. move them up there move them over there move them. like it's very you have to campaign be almost like an ai in terms of yeah how you but it seems like uh, real-time strategy games are very similar to chess like high level chess oh, like sure, there's yeah. like a playbook you know <laughs> certain openings repeat themselves over <laughs> and then you have like names and labels oh, he's doing uh a russian opening or whatever it's called in chess you know like i'm sure this also exists in rts games you follow patterns and then you have to do it. sure but uh, yeah. I, I think the only thing that we disagree with is that we the word sport right mm. that's yeah, the like ridiculous the thing sure. yeah. is there a skill skill needed yes so does poker or chess or anything else mm-hmm. yeah. it's just the definition of calling it a sport and having the ha- having the, the you know actually wanting to put it on, on the olympic games yeah. that's yeah, ridiculous yeah. actually i think that's a yeah. Identity crisis problem there as exactly. well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Trust, yeah. trust your own thing. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the Olympics need gaming more than the gaming needs uh, like Olympics. <coughs> I would say yeah, this, like it's a fast, fast growing like thing. Yeah. Esports don't need the Olympics to remain or gain popularity. Mm. Like, yeah, it really doesn't seem like there's any benefit to it. It just no. seems to be people in a weird mind space where they feel they need to be accepted by by everyone. Yeah, we're we're, we're as good. I'm as good as you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that. Which and you know. And there's like still niche sports, you know, like there's like full on contact sports is not part of the Olympics, like the UFC, like that fits all the criteria to be a sport. But like the Olympics has always been weird in terms of rules, right? Like you can't be too violent. Um, so yeah, but not everything is part of the Olympics. Uh, football isn't played the same way. It's the under 23 team. So it's... Oh, yeah. Is it not? It, really? Yeah. No, you have to be under 23. You have to be an amateur as well. Oh yeah, to be in the Olympics. Yeah, I guess that's not uh, the, the case for the football thing. Maybe, but you have to be under twenty three. I think that's oh, probably okay. why they did that. Okay, so oh, it can't that? be like that. Um, from the, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah no, I think you're probably right. But uh, surely the football players, like no amateur footballers that are good enough to. Uh, I don't well, know. I, really, I, don't know I think honest. I'm speaking crap. No, no, but I think that's you're right about the amateur thing. Uh, but that's probably why they introduced the under twenty three for mm. team sports. Well, I always thought you in the Olympics you can have one professional player. Ah, okay. Because like Wales had Ryan Giggs, ah, right. I think okay. once. Ah, okay. But, but anyway, I think we, uh, Olympic game, the Olympic games do not define what is considered a sport. No. It's just culturally has been associated with that, but not necessarily, right? There's like other, all sorts of shit happening that are not in the Olympics. Yeah, and it's like there's are like, so there are other sports events that are bigger than the Olympics as well. So I think it's just trust their own thing. Like the FIFA World Cup is probably as big or a bigger sports event than the olympics mm-hmm. i would imagine or comparable i yeah. would say it like and yeah. that's like fun depending on your point that is view. in both like it's also part of the olympics but their own thing is big enough to stand on its own <coughs> the international chess federation has a although not super mainstream <coughs> they have doing their thing like people are into it <laughs> in well back in the day it used to be like in the 70s 60s and 70s it's yeah pretty you're, and you had like huge like they were very yeah, famous Bobby Fischer, uh, Bobby yeah. Fischer and Kasparov and stuff. Um, but one question we haven't addressed: mm-hmm. say disaster, the Olympic Olympic Games do have 
Esports, which yeah. game, game would it be? Yeah, what oh. game, yeah. What bloody game do you choose? It, yeah, it's also the commercial yeah. interest there. Yeah. It's insane because- Starcraft like, 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, you know, Contest the- um, Strike Go. <laughs> just global offensive. Overwatch or something. Yeah. Just, I'm just imagining like the, um, you know, the uh, opening ceremony when all the- well, the athletes come out and they're waving. Oh, God. It's kind of yeah. pallid, hunched <laughs> over, and they're sweaty, and it, unable to look at the, <laughs> look at the crowd. <laughs> just come out the back. Can't just be. to um, enact the stereotypes there. But it'd actually be quite good to have, like the, like the uh, sidetracking bit, but like they're doing drug tests now, the serious esports like, right. organization. They're drug Do they tests. really? Yeah, because it's quite a big problem. Like, People usually take things to stay awake longer so they can practice mm. for longer, which is <laughs> like quite sad. But um, which is, you know, a cheat because you shouldn't like if it's a, if they want to be considered a sport, then definitely they should have an anti-drug wow. uh, policy as well. So they uh, pat them down to game genies. What's this thing you have between yeah. the cartridge? <laughs> yeah. DK mode, mate. Yeah. Goldeneye. Oh yeah, Perfect. with the big heads and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a dated reference there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Always relevant. Well, what's the other though? We, we can just bleed into your next uh, topic if they're all okay. So under the same umbrella, the whole, the whole, um, um, and you know, I, I'm just going to go out and say it, but the whole games as art debate thing. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I was like, nah, that's crap. It's man, let me stupid. It's not a game. It's not an art. Mm-hmm. But you know, as I've grown up, of like, yeah, okay, fair enough. There's some really artistic things out there. I would. I would argue that like Breath of the Wild is, is, in terms of making you feel things, making you experience things, is as as successful as any kind of sort of snobby Steam yeah. PC thing. Yeah. But what 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 annoys me about what can annoy me about the slight obsession with that some corners of the industry have is that you end up with a game like Hellblade. I don't know if you've played that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've uh, tried it, didn't really got into it. Yeah, my housemate has been playing that recently a bit, and he's he's a guy that kind of. That's the whole thing. Is like it's about psychosis, isn't so that the whole big? Which is, it's a very thing. interesting topic, and I think it was done much better on the GameCube in a game called Eternal Darkness. Mm. But this mm. is a game yes. where interesting, the, yeah. And uh, there's a very there's a difference between Eternal Darkness and Hellblade, and Eternal Darkness is what I would consider a game. Whereas what Hellblade is, is is the occasional battle with a fairly clunky fighting system and one mechanic over and over and over, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, which is kind of like line up stuff in the environment to look like a symbol. Yeah, that and makes then, no sense. Yeah, and then, and then level two. You know, like how in classic, in, in excellent games, you have a mechanic and then level two is playing with that mechanic making it harder, adding in new things. And then yeah. another mechanic comes in and yeah. you mix mechanics. And mm-hmm. then you end up with Super Mario 64. Um, <laughs> whereas in this game, it's the same bloody mechanic over and over and over with the same sort of same sort of glitchy visual style that's kind of meant to represent her going crazy. Okay. And yeah, you hear uh, voices. And you hear stuff. voices. And, and it, it, looks, just, it looks good. It looks good. Um, and a lot of work has gone into the aesthetic, which just makes it all the more um, frustrating that it's just a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a piece of crap game. And, uh, it's boring. It's boring. It's boring. The performances are amazing. Like the animation, the motion capture is incredible. But I'd rather they spend more time actually making a game. Yeah. I, th- that kind of stuff for me is the icing on the cake. The amazing story, the, the thing that makes you think. The game you like, um, that we went to go to the, went to the, the, 
the concert of the, the man on an island. The witness? Oh, Dearesta. Dearesta. No, 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 no. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, let's just describe it, it's like a walking simulator, I guess. Yeah. It, started as a, it started as a mod. It's basically you walk around an island um, listening to music and uh, hearing uh, extracts from a diary or letters. Mm. It's quite poetic. Yeah. I mean, some would call it pretentious, you know, it's, uh, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily call it even a game. Yeah, it's like exactly. an interactive experience, maybe. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think part of the problem is here, interactive experience is a... Um, is is a mouthful. There needs to be almost like something else. Like a game has mechanics in it. And okay, so you you change you you defining game as something with um, what 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 makes it? Well, I I was thinking about it this morning, and I think it is there's a mechanic in there. Angry Birds has the catapulting things at uh, RBD Sims mechanic, yeah. and Mario has a platforming mechanic, and. Mm. You know, yeah, so but on, it's so a very so loose line, though, yeah. because then you have games like uh, Gone Home, which is walking around a, a house, mm -hmm. but you do interact with objects, reading stuff, mm -hmm. and there is a story that you uncover. But reading isn't interacting, really. Reading or you're moving stuff around, and you, yeah, you're not. There's no mechanic, as in you're not changing anything, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I would still call it a game. I mean, you can buy it on Steam. You can play it on the PlayStation. You know, that's like something. Yeah, that makes it kind of a game, I guess. It's it's just a difficult thing to define. I mean, that kind of game, in theory, I don't mind at all. It's just when um, when um, any attention on the actual the gameplay is is discarded in favor of mm. an art style or a story or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild has a pretty elaborate story by Zelda standards, but a pretty mm -hmm. um, threadbare story by most other standards, but it gives you enough in flashbacks and in character <laughs> interactions to really care for the characters mm -hmm. and the world. And it's not done linearly. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you just see how characters live their lives and how the world is being um, corrupted. And that gives you a, enough of a sense. And it's Zelda and the music swells and you just, you just feel joy in your heart. But um, Which we're going to be ready for on Tuesday, aren't yeah. we guys? <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't mentioned that. Um, oh, not yeah. Ola, but the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> on, only because we've booked it a year ago. Ah, okay. Yeah, sure. We're going to yeah, Zelda yeah, concert, yeah, yeah, yeah. which <laughs> is uh, going to be which uh, uh, your fifth time? Fourth. It keeps going up by one every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, were going to say it keeps going up by one every time I go. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, was, <laughs> that is correct, Phil, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going, like, the I went to this it, the Apollo Theatre. Is it the Apollo Theatre? It it's the event. Yeah, it's in the Hamm Apollo. Yeah, okay. I in went Hammersmith. to see the Zelda 25th anniversary and that blew my mind in the same place and it's happening again. So I'm very excited for you two. <laughs> More for James. Theo's already been once, so... We've been to the Majora's Mask kind of themed. Mm. I'm, I might just spend the whole time looking at James to see for the tears, <laughs> yeah. tears pouring down your eyes because it's well, going to be fantastic. I'm going to be very. Um, I'm, I won't accept <coughs> any old orchestra. Like it, there's a lot of kind of orchestrations of sound stuff online done mm -hmm. by varying degrees of professionalism. Yes, sure. And skill, and a lot of them are just sort of. Just because you got a violin doesn't mean it's it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna do anything for me. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a few orchestrations I've heard 
and even some of the official ones are just kind of like, oh, just get on with it. Sure. You, know, <laughs> you have you have the uh, classic motifs, and then two minutes of just wind instruments doing scales, and it's like this isn't this isn't interesting at all. So I'm going to be very yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. Super keen to yeah. see that mm-hmm. to see the reaction. Just to steer us back, right? I think same as with films. Some films are shit. Some films are art. The vast majority right? are shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's a medium that I again had to fight and prove its own yes. prove its worth and the games are going through the same thing yeah um now the definition of games is a bit broader than film because mm-hmm. you can apply it in way m- many more different ways but some games are art Absolutely. some of them like call it you Assassin's uh. Creed. <laughs> some of them have craftsmen in have like artistic yeah, skill yeah. in but the, to- the you know the the present all of it is just, i wouldn't yeah. consider it good art I, yeah, I think that's it. Could you say a game is well crafted if they only use one element? Let's, for example, if uh, aesthetically it's looks not, great. The Hellblade that you mentioned can that be is well? an example of a game that really used some skillful people making it. Mm-hmm. Some good, uh, I don't know, the mocap was really good, the design, the, the, the aesthetic, but it's not a good game. But maybe what makes it like a bad art game is that it's not leaning on game like things that are just for games if they're leaning on <coughs> showing clips of or if they lean on other mediums like mm-hmm. those games exactly. has m- bits of <coughs> film bits of uh, literature if you can read a letter mm-hmm. that is literature that's not games yeah but um, the present- if the presentation it's, if it's is music that's music that's a separate thing as well games ob- obviously need to have all this but game so mechanics or like gameplay is unique to games yeah so well, i think it needs a good that in order to be a True. considered a good, like, yeah, to be, be a labeled art, it'd, it'd like, it's a package. It'd be like though. watching a film um, that just had still images, yeah, an audio only of, film. of pages of text, you know, yeah. like that's yeah, technically a movie, but it's mainly a book, yeah, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a PowerPoint mm-hmm. presentation. And uh, the book could be art, but the movie filming the pages would not be art, or maybe that would be so weird that it, would be you, art. you know, <laughs> but that, that's you what, can't tell. That's what's so absurd about it. Yeah, about a game with no gameplay. Like yeah. it's it's just a a bad film that you just have to press forward on the joystick for. Yeah, but the difference is that the the emotion of it, it's you're not watching someone playing the game. Right. That would not be a game. It's the it's the you deciding where to go, yes. having control over the navigation. Absol- that absolutely. makes it interactive. Absolutely, but then the good game design comes in when you've designed a intriguing level, um, and I don't mean to hate on hate on dear Esther. Um, and I, I find it very intriguing, but that seems like a fairly linear path you're taking. It's just exactly it it, it is, but the design of it, you know, it, it has they have designed an, a brand new kind of island to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell that story as a movie, and you couldn't tell that story as a book. You can only tell it as an interactive experience. I agree with not calling it a game, but I would definitely call it art. Uh, yeah, that's sure. what I'm Abs- saying. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Uh, yeah, we watched it at the Barbican with a live orchestra. Yeah. Someone was playing the game. All right. Someone playing the game like <laughs> live, which I thought made the experience worse than yeah. actually playing it yourself because it takes that thing I'm describing away okay. from you. But um, yeah, you know, the Barbican thought of it as art. So yeah. So I thought it was a good experience at least. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm glad I went. I found it very interesting. But, uh, but yeah, I'd rather have played. I'd rather, I, I rather, I rather, <laughs> I rather you had played it than watch yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Then, 
and also you paid what give 25 pounds for this <laughs> the, the game was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> you paid uh, more than double for someone else to play it for you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. Um, all, um, i remember yeah, i'll recommend that to several people most of them were kind enough to say it was interesting like james some people like uh, you know like hated it for example <laughs> which I'm, I'm sorry that i dragged you to this <laughs> um, so you better apologize if you lose a, lose a listener um but yeah they, they're one of the only like to 10 percent of our fan base yeah. <laughs> but uh our games art yes they can be they can be yeah absolutely and it doesn't have and i think it yeah i guess my frustration is when they move away from actual or any gameplay because mm-hmm. something like your Mario's, your Zelda's, yeah. I'm trying desperately to think of something that isn't Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, your Battlefield <laughs> ones, <laughs> pure art. Um, Thank you. They are art. They are still platforming and stomping on Goombas and stuff. Have you been playing sure. Mario Odyssey? I have. I mean, just the 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 the, the, the ideas that they have, mm. the like amazing ideas they have for this game. Yeah. Do, are you liking it? Oh, you have something to say about it? I've got Go a. Uh, so I bought a Switch. I got very excited. Um, I bought Switch. I bought Mario. Uh, 10 out of 10 everywhere. Uh, <laughs> rave reviews from my friends and colleagues. Yeah. And I've, I've got through like the, the main campaign bit now, I suppose. I've, spoiler alert, defeated Bowser. Okay. As of this morning. Um, <laughs> this afternoon, actually. Um, how many moons? I can't remember, like 100 and something, 190. Somewhere. Okay. Okay. And I've got a... I give it a solid like B. Oh wow! Like it's good, it's good, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's no it, Mario sixty four. Well, like to everyone claimed. else, it is. Yeah. Um, and there's a few things, a few things that turn me off a bit about it. Um, it's it's a it's a great game. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, and I think if I hadn't played any other Mario game, I'd be blown over, blown away by it. But uh, there's a few things that I'm like. I think it's. It's too easy to get moons, which are Odyssey's version of stars. Okay. Which means... There are many moons as well. Yeah. And the game doesn't reset when you get one, so you can carry on. And that's that's to promote exploration. Mm -hmm. But for me, what it ends up doing is it makes getting moons like eating Maltesers. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Mario 64, there was like 120 stars. Yeah. Yeah. And it would take you maybe five minutes to find one. Yeah. There's a sort of uh, commitment to it. Like if you spent 15 minutes in a level, like oh, I've got to find something, or or you or you die, you fall off, you jump off a bridge, and like yeah. ah. Mm. Um, whereas this is kind of oh, there's one, there's another one, oh, there's three. Okay, great, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, no, you're right. There are too many moons. Um, it's also an easy Mario game. It is easy. It is easy. Easier I mean, at least. If there were only 10% of them, and it took you 15 minutes to find one instead of 15 minutes to find 10, it might feel as hard then but it is pretty easy okay um and the the sort of capture mechanic where you can turn into capture other creatures and turn into them mm-hmm. is fun at first i think and, and there's a few creatures which i really like moving there's around some as. amazing ones i thought but the thing is when when you um substitute some of mario's abilities into another creature's abilities then mario himself suddenly feels less like an acrobat <laughs> and in super mario 64 which i keep banging on about um, you, f- you you feel like you have the most incredible freedom in that game, mm-hmm. and it was the first platf- first real three D platformer of any yeah. merit, and it introduced all these new jumps 
It's yeah. just jumps. It was new jumps. That was yeah, yeah. yeah this jump has new jumps, jump though. It has new jumps, but because you can turn into pterodactyl or a uh, vacuum cleaner or uh, whatever, um, and <laughs> then you can sort of hop found, around. I haven't found <laughs> the vacuum, no vacuum cleaner. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, you turn into creature and you hop around a bit. You yeah. press B to do a special attack, <clears> and then you, you discard it and go somewhere sure. else. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah but the, the level design actually adapts to that in you capturing a mechanical very good level. And some of them, especially like Bowser's Castle, mm-hmm. the uh, woodpecker thing. Yeah, uh, that's oh, the that one. was fucking I great. I love that one. Or but the um, the Mario Sunshine watery thing. You know, that was like a nice drawback. You know, you know which one? The um, in Mario Sunshine. Yeah. You remember how do you, how the uh, the watery uh, jet, the water oh, jetpack. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing that was cool. See, th- these are all fun, but to me they're kind of like throwaway toys throw away gimmicks mm. whereas in Mario 64 even Sunshine when you consider Mario and the jetpack as one yeah. entity mm. you can do these you can chain all these flips together and the world is designed specifically for that one character mm-hmm. so you have all these um, in this game in Super Mario 64 you could do wall jumps and they were quite hard to pull off yeah. and they were really satisfying in Super Mario Sunshine wall jumps were a bit easier because you slid you hit a wall mm. you gripped it and you slid you could chain them up yeah. and I was like okay great they made it a bit easier but things you can do with that now you can flip you can jump between two buildings and flip over one and then somersault over a hedge or whatever <laughs> and a world was designed to really make the most of that whereas this game you've kind of sort of got rudimentary platforming again you've got all these jumps you don't really need to use all I end up doing is triple jumping everywhere because that's a little bit faster than running or at least it feels a bit faster than running Yeah, um, and then sometimes a, a wall is a bit high so you have to do like the little backflip thing and then that's about it yeah I haven't used more than that to be honest and but you do have that you have amazing jump combinations just I never use them you know, like the because like the, the um, throwing the cap and making it still and then jumping onto yeah. the cap and then again things this, like that these are all interesting things but you never use them because <coughs> you don't need to because mm. the world is designed that because you don't need easy. to do that you just turn into a pterodactyl and float down and once again <laughs> once again the Mario game isn't as three-dimensional as Super Mario 64, right? And what I mean by that is um, in Mario 64, you had the ability to swim. And when you were underwater, you could swim in any direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you sort of gain speed, and you could swim up, or you could swim down, and you could sort of drift around <laughs> things. In Mario Sunshine, that was bastardized into a kind of, when you're underwater, you can either swim down, or up, ba-ba-ba-ba. And there wasn't much swimming, and that was that was all you needed. Yeah, we have that same mechanic in Odyssey now. You just kind of go ba 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 ba, <coughs> and the real swimming that you had in Mario sixty four is now the fish. Yeah, or you capture the fish. So yeah. the fish does it, but it's not Mario yeah. doing it. Um, and then again, and then there's this pterodactyl thing in in Odyssey, which I love from the trailer. Why does it not fly up? Exactly, exactly. It glides <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't fly so much as it moves forward and down. Moves forwards five units and down one unit. But can you capture anything? Okay. Can you capture a bird? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Okay. Whereas in Super Mario 64, you had this gliding mechanic. You had the, the wing cap yeah. where you could fly oh down, God, yeah. pull up. You could. You had to, yeah. to, you had to risk stalling and yeah. then you flew down again and you could really get up speed and then you could fire out a cannon. There's cannons in all these games. Mario 64 is the only game where you could aim the cannon in the direction you wanted. All the others just oh, yeah. throw you in a specific, Christ, specific yeah, yeah. areas. And that's that's what frustrates me about mm. these games. They, they seem to have lost some of the three-dimensionality to them. I think all, all you're saying could be summed up as in 
it's a bit too easy and the game is designed as well to not give you a hard time yeah it's, yeah it's a bit too easy I, I don't even mind that so much but it's also a bit too constrained like mm. there's no world which you can hang out in and explore anymore it's like oh well this is uh, this is a sort of a this is an area um there's a star over there mm. do you think yeah. it's like it, it's to appease novice players because remember in um in the, on the Wii, the, the Super Mario, where I've, we've talked about this a couple of times, when you die after three or four times, mm. it identifies that you've died and says, "Do you want some help?" That, ha- that, it, that like happened to me once in Mario, and then you've passed <coughs> the difficult bit, and you can carry on. Maybe they're trying to. Maybe. Appease. Well, I, I definitely agree with everything that you said. It just it didn't bother me because I thought, "Ah, oh, it's a great Mario game." I, 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 I was having fun playing it I've, at the I've, end of I've it I've had fun playing it there are some bits that I really enjoyed but um yeah I did say on the next episode to this I did say that <laughs> that's the most confusing yeah I know the future um that Zelda is a better game than, yeah, absolutely. than Mario absolutely although other people would um not agree to that but yeah I think I feel like the, the reactions that you two have had being around you two at work when you two played, started playing Zelda, it felt like your lives had, your lives had changed <laughs> <True>. completely. <laughs> there, are, there, are a thing, there are a few things I don't like about Zelda, but they are massively outweighed by the balls to the wall spectacular sure. success of everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I, I think you're right. I think it's uh, it's a um, it's an accessibility thing, so more people can enjoy it. Yeah, sure. Because it's certainly not a lack of skill. You only need to see the. the it's more or less the same kinds of people that made Breath of the Wild that yeah. Nintendo still have it. Of course, well, yeah, definitely. They're back. <laughs> or did they ever leave? Before we did. <laughs> uh, had a significant dip, at least. Uh, the GameCube and stuff like that, right? But I'm yeah. sure. I mean, it was a steady decline from the snares, really. Yeah. None, none of them yeah. did well, but they all were great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, Zelda got the... Uh, Game of the Year Joystick oh, yeah. Award yesterday. Oh, really? I saw that. And yeah. it was against Mario and against PUBG and several other games. No, PUBG wouldn't be in that competition. No, it was nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. Out yet, though, technically, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It was nominated. Wh- and whose who's award is this? I think it's called the Joystick Award. Oh, I don't know the who Golden Joystick. So I assume it's going to be maybe Games Master. You know, old school. I assume they still do that. Do you guys remember Games Master? Is that a magazine? No. A magazine and TV show. Well, I was I wasn't I around, it. was I? I remember it. I didn't get I didn't get the magazine because it looked a bit sort of like yeah, it was a bit you know, like for <laughs> older kids or something. I don't know, uh, like kind of nerdy, nerdy cool. Um, but I, I got one once when I was in hospital as a kid. My grand got me a Games Master magazine. <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, they're very visually ridiculous. Like every page is about twenty different games yeah. slapped together. It's a bit ridiculous so, um, if Edge magazine is the tip of like a classy games magazine I think Games Master's probably at the bottom of that <laughs> in terms of you know intellectual reading you're just seeing lots of pictures and things like that <laughs> but, yeah cool so have you said what the top three is going to be in this uh, episode uh, we, have, uh, we haven't mentioned we hint it James should say I believe not yeah um, I don't know, I'm looking at my phone, because I know what it is. <laughs> top three is, uh, and it's something I'm passionate about in general, um, top three games trailers. The best nice. trailers yeah. of all time. Ollo suggested the other day that I pick something that 
we'll make um, you feel, uh, would make you angry. Yeah. Because <laughs> you end up with Phil going on a rant. Yeah. Uh, Is that gonna I that's, that's, that's good advice. I'll think of something, but then I just... Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still <laughs> good so you're saying like so you like trailers in general <coughs> for films as well or is yeah that I love a good film excited? trailer yeah. I'm also frust- frustrated by certain things I hate a trailer that just trailers a lot of trailers these days just tell you what, tell you the film sure yeah. Yeah. especially yeah, for like especially for like rom-coms and stuff like you've seen the entire film at the end everything except one of them inter- interrupting <laughs> the wedding you know yeah. that's the only bit you've ever seen in the trailer <laughs> but um, like uh, game trailers are interesting conceptually as well because they a film usually shows footage from the film. Mm-hmm. A game trailer not necessarily do that at mm-hmm. all. Could be, you know, an announcement trailer on E3 yeah. before the game has <laughs> even started development. Mm-hmm. And trailer. it's just like a <laughs> fancy pre-rendered <laughs> thing that looks shiny and cool and, yeah. you know, nothing about the final product. It's like more yeah. more similar to a commercial for a product. Yeah, no, and also the more money, usually the better. You know, like the, the trailers that I was thinking about, are usually triple A games, you know, mm-hmm. games that had money behind them mm-hmm. yeah. rather than <coughs> indie games, I yeah. guess. I mean, I tried very hard to be diverse in the kind of trailers I picked and I failed spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've got, I've got links if we, if you have some kind of, um, I might, uh, I was thinking I'm gonna add the sound, like technically I can't play it right now, uh, <coughs> but I can add it in and post. So you can mm. Im- imagine that we're listening to stuff. Oh, I have things to add. Should <laughs> we go for nice. a break before we go that? Let's huh? do that. Okay, we'll right, be right cool. back after a short break. <laughs> so top three game trailers. Yes. yes. As uh, James suggested. Yeah. Uh, are we going to do the usual? We go in turns, starting with our third place, one by one. Yeah, on definitely. Uh, there's plenty of things to discuss as well, but, but it's like, yeah. uh, you know, the whole live action versus end game engine thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because yeah. there's an art to trailers. There's trailers are, there's two things I like about a good trailer. One, that it's exciting and it gets you excited mm-hmm. and it's fun and spectacular and exciting. Yeah. And then the second is that it's a trailer and it doesn't give anything away. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's <coughs> when, when you can be amazed by a trailer and watch it a hundred times sometimes at quarter speed, just to sort of get everything out of it <laughs> when you're waiting for that game to come out. Um, and that the game comes out and it still blows you away with surprises that you weren't expecting. That's a good trailer. Or it, and the interesting <coughs> idea that game trailers that are, cause a bit of a, a stir and excitement, but when you actually get to the real game, it's nothing of what the game trailer was showing yeah. and yeah. the disappointment from which is people. like unique i think to like i guess films have reshoots and stuff and you <coughs> there are occasionally scenes in trailers that are not in the film sure. like if, for I, w- I would counter that with suicide squad oh, yeah. which had a pretty great trailer yes yeah, yeah and I, I a agree. pretty spectacular bad <laughs> film. i would say you had such a good trailer they ruined the film because <laughs> they hired the editors of the yeah. trailer and gave them the full movie yeah. and it's exactly why the movie was bad like guys how do we do this when it's longer than a minute and a half <laughs> 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 so uh, do you want to start games in yes, your third place? I'm going to start with a game you probably all know but a trailer you've probably never seen excellent oh, it's admittedly quite um, obscure there is a game on the GameCube and PS2 and Xbox and they're all slightly different it was a fighting game so no you're not going to be a fan okay uh, Soul Calibur 2 Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, I played that a lot. Did you? I liked Soul Calibur 2. <laughs> I think you might Ironically, like Ironically, before, before people attack me. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Soul Calibur, yeah, anyway, You might carry like on. it for the same reason that I like this trailer. <laughs> okay, sure, go for it. Um, the three, there were three, the three versions of the game. Each one had a unique character. 
that wasn't available in the other versions. Ah, and originally okay. it was just meant to be the GameCube that had a unique character, and then they also gave unique characters to the other two games as well. The Xbox had Spawn, which is like, mm, who cares? The um, <laughs> PlayStation had Hi-Hachi, Hey-Hachi, I don't know how you say his name. A fighting game with swords had a man who punched, which doesn't <laughs> make much sense. And then um, the GameCube had Link. Oh, yeah. And Link was the special yeah. character in the GameCube. Ooh, the I, know where, you, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been harping on about <laughs> this bloody trailer for years. <laughs> and you're right. But there was a Japanese trailer for that game, a TV spot, 30 seconds long. Um, which was basically, hey guys, Link's in Soul Calibur. <laughs> and it was, it starts with um, a bit of Namco comes up and then there's a bit of moody rumbling music. Like, holy crap. And here they are. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the sword goes to the screen and then the classic, yeah. And then another, yeah. And then it pulls out, yeah, pulls out <laughs> okay. to show Link. And it's, and you know, it's early GameCube. The only Zelda game we're expecting at this point mm-hmm. is the cell shaded one, which at that stage most of us were not particularly excited about. So we're seeing realistic, rendered, badass adult Link. Um, mm. So many polygons. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's beating the ever loving shit out of all these Soul Calibur characters who I, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. But still, it was exciting. And and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hopefully give you the link. And then. You yeah, can, I'll. Uh, you should definitely play that. Um, yeah, I'll play it now. GameCube. <laughs> yes, wasn't that amazing, guys? Well, um, and as I'm sure you just saw, um, he's got some amazing moves. There's one, he's great. They, they can't see anything, it's still going to be audio. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could link it on the Facebook page, but yeah, the audio would be. Uh... But he's got some amazing moves, like he's got some great grapples and he can use his ranged attacks as well. Like there's one move where he like, he jumps on you and then like jumps on the guy's head, bam, bam, and then jumps off again. And it's just really fun and really kind of, we never saw a move like that before. Sure. And um, and the music is the best. And I say this knowing full well you've been to this thing four times. <laughs> but it has the best rendition of the Zelda theme I've ever heard. It's orchestral. It's super quick. And it's 30 seconds long. And I've spent my entire adult life trying to find a full recording of it. <laughs> and people, I've even been on forums back in the day, game facts <laughs> and stuff like that, trying to find it. People always come back with links. Oh, here it is. And what they found is generic Zelda orchestrated version. Right, okay, yeah. This isn't it. Can you not hear that it's not the same? Um, so is the trailer for you? It's not. Even, it's not about the trailer. It's about what it brought. Well, it, what it what it shed. It's that to is your the, mind. That is what got me interested in that series. Yeah, 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 and that course. trailer is what made me buy that game. Okay, so okay you successful. did play the game. I, I thought did, it was. I had yeah. played that game. I played. I mained Link um, <laughs> more than most others. Um, his bombs were. I didn't didn't like bombs, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was super exciting. It was something I'd never seen before. It got me into fighters, although I'm not a huge fighter fan. Sure. Um, and just the music is incredible. And, you know, they knew what they were doing. They knew Zelda was coming out, and they knew that, that they were going to get the hardcore mm. attracted yeah. to this game. And, you know, obviously Wind Waker came out, and it turned out to be one of the best Zelda games ever. Um, but we didn't know that at the time. And <laughs> it was... Um, it was uh, 
it's fantastic. Cool. They, 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 see, I feel I felt like in Soul Calibur two as well. They 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 made a, it wasn't like a cheap add on to the game. They really thought about yeah. the moves within yeah. within the character. I think he has like bow and arrow, the grappling hook, mm-hmm. the bombs, like you said. Yeah. Um, and. I, you know, this game, you know, there's parrying mechanics and things like that. That's part of the course in the Soul Calibur series. Yeah. But seeing Link parry, never seen that before. Mm-hmm. That was that was exciting. He felt like a real proper swordsman. Mm. Swordsman. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 You go, Phil. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go for one that might hit close to home for Ola. Hint. Uh, so I'm going to choose I, the trailer for Dead Island the original all right you say it's my number three because i've worked for a company that made it yes that was before my exactly. time yes <laughs> um but also ties in with the fact the trailer was much better than the game yeah a prime example i think but yeah you, i'm sure you have words to say uh well i just like the fact it it when it came out it was a big storm about it because it's if, if you remember it's uh like going in reverse a girl in reverse and a zombie attack it's all quite dramatic. And Full CG kind of yeah, rendered. Uh, very, yeah. very like atmospheric music, yeah, piano. Yeah, yeah, it's it. It got my attention, made me want to play the game, and then destroyed my soul because <laughs> it was shit. So, yeah, the um, game wasn't good, right? No, it was. Yeah, and there's also like little to no correlation between the three. <laughs> <and, uh, laughs> there's so no meaning. Like, okay, there's like, okay, there's like a post-apocalypse kind of zombie element. But yeah, the trailer is more of a short CG movie uh, that stands on its own, and it's a sure. great short movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I think I think Axis used it. It was one of the things that drove them forward for, yeah, yeah, for like a, a while. I think, I think it's like, like a milestone for sure. Axis Animation, which is a company in Glasgow that specializes in uh, game cinematics, or are, that's what they're most famous for, at least. Although they expanded a bit later, but um, mm. yeah, this was like the milestone for them. It's also directed in-house by mm. uh, their own creative director, so like it's their sort of child, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I have it on my list as well. <laughs> okay. So, uh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Should I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a trailer. You probably it might have made one of your lists. It was um, mind blowing when it came out because it just offered a brand new perspective to that franchise. Um, Fallout Three, the first three um, D, fully three D Fallout um, game, um, dystopian, post-apocalyptic world, and it's the one. It's one long shot starting in a bus or, um, with some old old school kind of music and then pulling out slowly, slowly and you see the world. Do you remember that trailer? No? No, not really. Is it static? Is it like a paused world or is it like when it's that one long shot? It go, uh, the camera goes from inside a destroyed bus and out okay. into the street. I have uh, no? seen it. Maybe because... I think Fallout 4 erased my memory of Fallout because they did okay. the trailer. That was, you know. Because 3 at the time was, uh, you know, the first time you would see this thing in 3D and it just um, was amazing. And it turned out to be a pretty good game. And it did everything that you were saying, that right. it made you exciting about the game without showing anything. Yeah. Very nice. What about you, Ola? Um, so uh, I have uh, Batman Arkham City. Oh. Uh, it's so also another thing with traders, I guess, in general, because this is a sequel. So the context is key here. Maybe it wouldn't have made it if it was if I didn't know that the first uh, Arkham Asylum was the first Batman game in this series, and that was a really good game. Everyone liked it. Main criticism was that it was a bit confined. It was all 
in the Arkham Asylum. This was Arkham City, which was uh, like what everyone craved for. And uh, it was in-game, or at least in-engine. It was probably cutscenes though, but uh, it was not like pre-rendered. just shows Batman being badass, like kicking ass. And you have Catwoman in it, you have Harley Quinn. So many, you have um, Two-Face. Um, it's quite cinematic. Um, mm -hmm. And you just like almost want you. You know when you play a game and there's a cutscene and you understand, okay, now the cutscene is ending and I'm gonna have to like go right away. You almost grab for a virtual, like, makes you really want to play it straight away. So, and it has um, quite catchy song, Chalk uh, Change Hero by The Heavy on it. So, it's, remember the song, that, like, I discovered a song from that trailer as well. Not, it was much easier to find than uh, James's uh, <laughs> weird orchestrated <laughs> Japanese <laughs> from a TV spot in Japan. But uh, yeah. I found this song like uh, I think I googled for uh, 20 seconds and I found it. So I'm um, glad I'm not going through what you're going through <laughs> to find the uh, songs. Yeah. yeah. And the game was good. The game was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I always mm. wanted to play those games. I yeah, it, I think it might peak there. It's three. Mm. By the same developer, at least, it's three games it's uh, Asylum, City, and something like. Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Always yeah. felt a bit hack and slashy for me. I was never... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fighting aspect, it was cool. It was, like, really smooth. Like, you can do combos, and even the animation system is remarkable. Like, enemies could come at you from every angle sure. and even fluently do insane, like, transitions from one kick to the other. And as long as you, like, sort of aimed the stick in the right direction and press the right buttons, it will go on forever and give you combos and stuff. But it was never very hard. But it was very satisfying still because the yeah, cape yeah. was going everywhere. It was spectacular. So it was all a lie. And it had the it was quite open world as well. You could go into side quests nice and do this like Riddler puzzles. But yeah, that's not related to the trailer though. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's your second place. Well, I was gonna try and I was trying very hard to kind of diversify these things. <laughs> um, I didn't want it to all be So it's gonna be Zelda or Mario. <laughs> It's going to be both. It's um, <laughs> Smash, Bro. Smash Brothers Melee. <laughs> oh, nice. The GameCube ah. Smash Brothers Melee. Um, Smash Brothers 64 was a fairly successful game at the time. Mm -hmm. um, it had 12 characters. 16, 12 characters. Um, and, you know, your Marios, your Donkey Kongs, your Pikachus. Smash Brothers 64 was the first um, game that a Pokemon was in, in Britain. So it came out before Pokemon did. A oh, bit wow. trivia for you there. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Pikachu and Jigglypuff. Really? Yeah, check yeah. it out. Um, so what's really though um, is the sort of the jewel in the crown of the series. Like the games that have come after it have been almost as good. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of Melee is one that uh, the professionals play. You know, <laughs> the ones where they they do things like wave dashing, where they kind of anyway. I'm getting going, of course. But the Melee trailer, and it's not so much a trailer as like an introductory video that they showed us. Was it Space World? That Nintendo used to do, oh 2001 God. Space World, <laughs> which was a Nintendo-only expo. They never used to go to E3 because they had their own thing like right. a month later. And they, um, this was when they were wow. unveiling GameCube stuff in general. And they had this, they had this melee trailer, and they didn't say what it was. They just, it's Miyamoto's there, his English translator's there, and they've got, we've got this thing to show you. And um, it starts in this big orchestra store again that swells up. And this sort of toffee is spinning through the air and I was on the ground. That sounds out to be like a, like a fairly decent rendering of Mario in trophy form. And it turns, it sort of turns into real Mario, like he comes out of it. 
and he's got like denim and like textures on his on his <laughs> clothes and stuff and like like he's the, the best we've ever seen him <laughs> and, <laughs> and he spins around and like puffs out a little fireball from his hair and then suddenly a sword comes down <clears> and cuts the link and the, the crowd goes fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just they're just going nuts because it's dawned on most of these people that by now it's a new Smash Brothers game and um and then suddenly Kirby and Pikachu like, rush into frame and then it cuts to just this montage of character after character all CG most of it um, pre-rendered some of it in game and it becomes very rare from very early on that all the characters you wished on the first one are in this one like Bowser and Sheik yeah. slash Zelda and like God, whoever else yeah. you know that pantheon of characters that I've completely forgotten about but um and yeah, and it's it's a bit ropey by today's standards, but you, sh- you need to watch it just be, just to hear the reaction of the people. <laughs> I'm curious is is this different to when you first uh, when you play it? They play the cinematic. That's exactly, is that exactly the same, the same one. It's yes, the, it okay. became the intro of the game. Okay, um, which no right. other Smash Bros. game has had. They, they don't have intros anymore. But yeah, that was that was part okay. of it. Okay, yeah, um, it's a bit ropey by today's standards. You know, sort of the pace of it and the. And the kind of various other things, but at the time, like it was, was mind blowing. It was so exciting. Yeah, I suppose for the time, this was. I can't even remember what was before that in terms like you're well, saying. It was it's very, just the trailer was, I think, before the game even came out. And so it was the first time we've seen a lot of these characters. It was the first time we've seen a lot of these characters together. Yeah, sure. Um, my Smash Brothers, like a few characters in there. Yeah. This was the first time they were together, a lot of them, and uh, yeah, it blew my mind. <laughs> and I still wasn't made this guy. You're such a die-hard Nintendo fan. That, I like, am, and so far we'll notice that's two fighters with Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pattern, it's a pattern yeah. emerging I'm from... I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your second one? Uh, it, uh, this one, I think, kind of nicely links with what James was saying. Link. Into... <laughs> Um, because it's the intro but it was also used as a trailer but Mm. uh, The Witcher 2 intro remind me Uh, it's set on a ship and uh, it's like a king on the ship is that with the ice uh, yeah um, and the ice grenade fuck that's amazing it's like the whole (laughs) ship shattering and then there's like oh god it's just it's just cinematic joy I mean again I don't I've never, I haven't played Witcher 2, so I don't know if it's anything like the game. Probably not. But well, the game was really good, but obviously that was a pre-rendered. Of course. Of in terms of look, obviously it's not anything like it, but I don't know, maybe the game was similar It doesn't to even that. show the Witcher. It shows the assassin decapitating the king. Yeah, sure. It's a great, it's a great trailer. But it's... It also, it felt grim. It felt like Game of Thrones as well. It felt like serious. Right, adult, yeah, yeah, mature. (laughs) (laughs) Which has been The Witcher's main thing, trying to imitate Game of Thrones, in my opinion. But it, it, I just remember looking at it, and I I was intrigued by how it was made, and how everything about it was just a piece. I I felt like that was the first trailer I, I, I watched in a long time, which was really professional, and like there was choreography behind what they were doing, and. It was quite a stunning sequence, mm-hmm. anyway. So, 
that. Well, do you remember my, my trailer was good, but the game then was very disappointing. Do you remember the very first trailer when we first saw Assassin's Creed, and you know the style of it and uh, the first the, game, the very first, the first game, the first CG trailer, okay. where you first at, at at that point you thought it was fully set to this world, yeah, not the wow. sci-fi mix, yeah, the and it had animus. the and it was the um, Jerusalem kind of like. Uh, Crusades kind of theme to it, and it just looked like nothing, like anything, you know, just brand new at the time, and it felt really, really cool. I mean, th- there's a reason it's a popular series. I th- like the, uh, the whole open world parkour thing, I think that was the first time it was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at least yeah. It's so smooth, like it was. I, I, you say you didn't like the first game. The first game, I thought it was repetitive, and I just dropped oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, the second one is like far superior, but I mm-hmm. played the first one. Pretty much 100% completion okay. because I didn't like mind the repetitiveness of it because I thought it's like so cool mm-hmm. to just like go onto those viewpoints and like look over the city That's and new. discover like that expand was new. the map and I think it's I don't remember the trailer though. It's a good trailer. I think still to the day to this day they call those towers uh, Ubisoft towers, yes. like stall tower towers <laughs> that could just use as look points. Yes. Um, but you don't remember the trailer? No, I don't. Unfortunately. Okay, you but go. I will. Again, I'll find a break in between every time we talked about this now and <laughs> put some audio at least. Hopefully we are like silent for like a second here and there. Mm-hmm, sure. It's going to be really awkward though when we listen to it and we don't comment on the fact that we listen to it. I'll find a way. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you cough, I'm going to replace the yeah. cough yeah, yeah, yeah. with some uh, yeah. audio. <laughs> you start the That's the cue. You start halfway through the cough. So it starts with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're back. Um, you go. Um, yeah, so um, uh, this might be on other people's list as well. Um, it's uh, the announcement trailer for The Last of Us 2. Oh, that, 2. That was released about a year ago. Have any of you seen it? It's mm. just the girl playing guitar, right? Yes. But she's, like, well, she's an adult now. the girl playing guitar. Yeah, There's yeah. like a few things to pick <laughs> up there. That is, uh, and A, the lyrics, which is like... Oh, right. Which yeah. is like paraphrasing this... Uh, uh, my... I don't know the Bible well enough, but it's like uh, as a walk through the valley of shadows, oh, right. you know, evil mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. Like, but well, I, I like paraphrase that? a little bit, and I like, <laughs> and the line, like the line she says, I like in the song as well, like, like I'm gonna kill every last one, like yeah, I'll kill all my enemies or something. Is part of the lyrics, and then you have what's the name of the um, male lead in Last of Us? Joel? Joel? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he comes walking in, like to the this house where she's playing guitar and there's like dead bodies everywhere like freshly killed by the looks of it and she's just like playing their blood dripping from her face playing guitar casually like a true sociopath <laughs> and uh, he says something are you sure you want to go through with this and she says like what gave me chills uh, it's like I'm gonna find and I'm gonna kill every last one of them and that's like cut to black and again this was also shown in a live concert like live context I remember the first time I saw it it was like sort of dodgily filmed in from like a three thing mm-hmm. or and you have like the audience goes like very gets very enthusiastic and mm-hmm. it's impossible not to get goosebumps from it mm-hmm. remains to be seen if it's a good game we'll I'll be very surprised out. if it's not a good game high hopes yeah. for this yeah did you play the first one games no I didn't because uh, uh, it's again it's a game I've, I've meant to play but I just yeah. haven't got right I think this it. might be the only game that all f- like three of us uh, played and enjoyed yeah, and that yeah. we all played all the way through and we all liked the game right I think it's one of the very few games that we have in common that is yeah. not like a Retro games like yeah. Active War and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I should, 
I should go and play it, but then I always end up just thinking, mm, either that or I could finish my castle in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I've got a canyon to explore. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to mine itself. I want to quickly mention as well, it was just a new trailer for uh, Last of Us Part 2. That sparked some controversy because people thought it was too violent. Did any of you guys get that? I watched it. I didn't think that. You saw it, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw it. And it's guess technical on a trailer because it looks like it's just a, a cutscene from the game. Yeah. It's like there's no fancy editing. Around. Oh, look, <laughs> the, the announcement trailer also was that. You know? <coughs> but uh, yeah, it shows some violence. But It's violent, but it's... But it's, it's more like sort of, yeah. It's well within what you've used of, like, of, of what you expect like, from this it's game. It's like a post-apocalyptic world as well. So you understand that people might do horrible things to other people in order to survive themselves. Mm. So, and I mean, that's the whole point of the game as yeah, well. Everyone it? who watches yeah. like Walking Dead or are into the whole post-apocalypse thing. I'm not. But not raise yeah. an eyebrow. Like, not, yeah, like yeah. Fair hey? enough. Makes me sad. I think the zombies <laughs> are just, it's just an excuse really to yeah. uncover like, what's, yeah, what's there. It's like mm-hmm. a soap opera, you know, <laughs> with like pretty severe consequences. <laughs> but, uh, severe consequences. <laughs> <laughs> like EastEnders, but with stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Give yeah. us your, your third uh, trailer. What, do we have any um, honorable, in- honorable mentions? Um, uh, I have one. I have one as well. Okay, cool. Go for it. Well, not honourable mentions before oh, yeah. the, before the, we go to the last oh, one. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, we, yeah. Could, we could try I've that. Got Fifteen. No, I've got, <laughs> I've got quite a few. But just just to rattle them off. Yeah, mention them. Anything by Blizzards. Always very yeah. good trailers. That was very good. Mine. They're always considered so, like the gold standard yeah. of technical yeah. quality. If only they can uh, make yeah. a film that well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Team Fortress Two. Uh, the Meet the Scout. Meet the Sniper. Oh yeah. Yes. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Cool. They're beautifully made. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of like trailers that came out for Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Brawl. It's more Smash Brothers Four, the most recent one, <laughs> ah, introducing okay. characters like Charizard. There's a there's one. They're all like CG pre-rendered, except there was one um, introducing um, Kid Icarus and another character in that series. He's like this angel that can't fly. Um, oh yeah. And he and he's fighting Link, and it's done in anime style. It's actually hand drawn, oh, and that wow. was really cool. Very nice. Interesting. So, yeah. they're, they're my honorable mentions. Minecraft doesn't have very good trailers. <laughs> um, but, you know. Sadly, you can't make them either. Because if you could, you would, I think. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, mine was... <coughs> my one was anything to do with World of Warcraft. Mm. Okay, Blizzard. You know. They even they released a new one just a week ago. Yeah, very new, recently. Which was uh, oh, cool yeah. looking yeah, cool. Fantastic. Yeah, 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 that was cool. Very cool. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and oh, the, guy, the blonde yeah. guy looked a lot like sort of um, like a feminine Brad Pitt. <laughs> it was a bit strange. It's yeah. kind of strange that you can. I'm almost invested in those trailers now. That I like you, like you, James. I I was like, I don't really know what's going on anymore. I don't know what the storyline of was. But <laughs> those orcs look sad. <laughs> they have they must have depth to their character. <laughs> um, but it's still in, interesting to find out what watch the trailers and everything. Pretty cool. Do you mm-hmm. have any honourable mentions for you? Uh, I was thinking, well, there was a time where I was following the Halo franchise on yeah. 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. and Halo did have good trailers. It had all the good money as well. That yeah. one with the, um, the diorama thing. Yes. That's the, something. Yeah. It, they, they really invested on those trailers. And um, they were re- that was Halo 3. Yeah, they were all of them quite cool. Yeah, I, I was just going to mention Halo um, with a tiny bit of inside knowledge as well, like Microsoft definitely put effort into making good trailers they would mm-hmm. and also be quite nice so there's like three or four sort of powerhouses when it comes to making pre-rendered cg mm-hmm. yeah 
Mm-hmm. Looks like. Like you have Blur Studio in mm-hmm. the US, uh, you have Platiche in Czech or somewhere in Europe, and then like Axis and uh, Blizzard. Mm-hmm. But Blizzard doesn't count because they only make for their own games. So like, <laughs> but Microsoft would quite even like they will encourage competition and collaboration between the oh, right. like. So like they will occasionally it'll be crossover. Like several uh, studios would work on trailers or cutscenes for the same game, shared assets even back and forth. Oh, really? and, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Halo or other Microsoft projects, for that matter. Um, I was only involved in like a couple of them, but um, they were good. Like they took it seriously and nice. gave it time and <coughs> money, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my honorable mention as well. Mm-hmm. I saw a showreel uh, a few weeks ago of a guy that worked on some of the um, some of the effects for one of the Blizzard trailers. Well, <laughs> one of the World of Warcraft ones is the panda, panda people. Mm. Okay. All right. And, uh, there's this <laughs> Comfy Panda guy who's not Comfy Panda um, <laughs> who's got like a staff and has done swirly smoke stuff and it's mind-blowing. It's really, mm. really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we go in reverse and end with uh, James's... Uh, okay. Oh, well, okay. Well, mine Hello. was mentioned super early. Mine was Dead Island. Uh, it's the best oh. uh, game uh. trailer. Because um, uh, <coughs> I give it credit for being the best because it, it's out of context. I didn't know anything about any of it, and it still made me real interested. Like, unlike The Last of Us, which is a sequel to a game I love, and yeah. a Batman a sequel to a game I liked, um, that I <coughs> got like got me curious based on nothing. Mm-hmm. So, um, although it's the ultimate lie, the trailer, it's not. <laughs> trailer still remains good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. uh, yes, it's already covered. So yeah. Have yeah. you seen the second one? <coughs> uh, well, the I, I, guy running. Did yeah. you work on the second uh, one? I was there when it was worked on. That was like <laughs> the time I arrived, so I remember that quite well. Um, yeah. Um, so for me, the trailer, this trailer, um, made me reach a kind of Star Wars level of hype for the game. Phil, I'm looking at you. Uh, it was the trailer for Mass Effect 2. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mine. Oh. <laughs> off we go. <laughs> thank God. It's not um, a competition, guys. It's not yeah, I, know, <laughs> I, I guess you're also mentioning Mass Effect. No, 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 no. okay. Um, yeah, Mass Effect Two was no it was insane. It was the, the franchise. You know, the first game was good, but the second one introduced characters and action pieces, and it was it was very much like a movie trailer, and but all from in game kind of, uh, in engine kind of footage, and it was amazing. The music as well made it sound like a trailer thing. It was amazing. I watched that repeatedly. <laughs> Is it crazy? I didn't actually. I've never watched the trailer for Mass Effect Two. Okay, I couldn't even tell you what happens. I mean, I've never played any of the games, although I, I, I recognise that they're excellent. They're really good. <laughs> <really well, laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll check it out. With two guys frothing <laughs> at the mouth, building your castle. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, what's yours, Phil? I, the the these are balls to the wall. The best things I've seen. These, these, yes, interesting. Uh, it's a series of game trailers for uh, the old Republic Star Wars, the oh, old Republic. Oh, yeah. yeah, isn't that Blizzard oh, as well? Kotor. I don't know, no, that's, no, not, that's, that's not. Bioware. Cut that out, that's Bioware. 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 Yeah, yeah. And I remember <laughs> I actually never I never bought the game, but they all each story had was like a piece of a story, yeah. I remember them, and I was just blown away. Like, there's one where they're attacking the uh, Jedi high council and they smash a shit through and then there's yeah. like 50 sith 
fighting 50 Jedi. That was and for the, it's just like... For the MMO, right? Not for the... Yeah, not yeah, for yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. And I just thought... It was, it was just like watching another film. And mm. I don't know when they came out, where they were in between. They're probably uh, before these new ones and after um, the last prequel. I think it's still Old Republic, them. so it's all way back. No, I mean in terms of when the, the trailers actually came out, it was like after the, the last prequel films. So this to me was like actually what I was waiting for. In, oh yeah, it was in, before like, it was like before the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and it was I don't know, it was just spectacular. Was we didn't fantastic. even know that there was a new Star Wars film coming out oh. yeah. when when it when that came. Yeah, out. that's true. Yeah, sorry, sorry, it must be at least ten years old. Oh, okay. So before the prequels, then after the prequel, after the Jar Jar prequels, <laughs> but but before <laughs> the new trilogy, so okay. after Episode One, Two, Three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, but again, I think I don't know how well received the game was. Was critically acclaimed? Like, I have loads of yeah. friends that were. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're both the was two games, right? Knights of the Old Republic one and two, and they were both considered. <laughs> no, 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 so no, no, that's um, what this is. This was the these were the Bioware single player games. Oh yeah. But then Bioware made an MMO quite oh. later on. Oh, okay, so you're talking. Oh, sorry, my bad. Called the the Old Republic. Oh, okay, I, I thought um. we were talking about Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic was amazing. My bad. Very, okay. very well. Received yeah, games. Yeah, the MMO was, yeah. a, I think, had a kind of mixed. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. But they're, back. <laughs> but they're just worth watching if you want a short Star Wars story of uh, twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So that good shout, James. <laughs> well, okay, so um, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a fighting game that has Link in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's another game that has Link in it. Yeah, it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, that was part, um, I almost made my list. Breath of the Wild. Uh, there, there were a couple of trailers, and when the f- game first came out, there was this little tease trailer, which was pretty cool. I was like, is he a boy? Is he a girl? No, he's just a feminine looking boy, like he always is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, and that was quite cool. Like, he does a flip and jumps off a horse and, like, shoots a bomb arrow almost. Um, and there's grass that moves in the wind, and it's all lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a few other trailers, all pretty good. Um, and I, I was committed to buy the game at that point. And I was one of the 16 people in the country to have a Wii U. So I bought Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. Um, and then I played it and I was done. And I remember just before I bought it, the guy at work, Joe, was frothing at the mouth at the last trailer that had come out, the Switch trailer. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Because I didn't want to have anything spoiled. And I just ended up, I bumped into it um, after finishing the game. And it, it just jaw-dropping this trailer i would argue it's one of the best trailers of all time for any medium wow i don't know if you've seen it it's wow. a switch in, switch introductory trailer or something um it's incredible it opens up on opens up because zelda's always tried to have big expansive environments and each time each new game that comes out this time hyrule field is four times larger than <laughs> last the last game's hyrule field and all that this game there was no such there was no such claims. They just showed you um, an ocean, some cliffs, some tundra, a desert, yeah. some forests. Um, I don't know why, but there's always been an obsession with forests in Zelda games. I remember mm. when Majora's Mask came out, it was like, there's a forest with like 16 trees in it. Each <laughs> of them different. And this game, you know, there's trees dotted all over the place. So then it's this beautiful environment, very serene, and some voice acting happens, and it's not shit. It's not great. 
but it's not shit. <laughs> I would have to say that the Japanese version of yeah, that trailer yeah, 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 yeah. blew my mind. Right, okay. Well, I still haven't, still haven't, I've probably watched that, but the voice acting in that game doesn't bother me. Mm. And it norm- normally does, but in this game, anyway. And then I think Link appears and he's, he's on a horse and um, it's, it follows a three act structure. The first is the setup, yeah. the beautiful, serene environment, the lone adventurer, and then there's an evil that corrupts and then act two is everything going to hell everything's on fire Zelda's crying people are getting blown to smithereens and then the third act and then the, the very like two minutes in it's, it's, it's all it's not exactly great for um, it's a bit old fashioned in a bad way but like Zelda's crying in Link's arms and Link looks up and then does that all up until this point some beautiful lovely music that I've never heard before and at this point it kicks into the classic Zelda theme and it's just Link kicking ass with the rest of the trailer, <laughs> shooting ice arrows, slashing people, like horseback fighting, um, and uh, it's just spectacular. It gives me shivers just thinking about it. Yeah, and it. it ends on that shot with the Master Sword in the stone. That's a different right. one. Yeah, that's oh, is a different, that a different one? one? It, with this one, it ends. It ends with um, a very severely beaten and battered Link in the rain, just lifting up the sword, like oh, staggering okay. back. Like he's he's on his last legs, and then it cuts to um, Breath of the Wild, and you know all the Zelda games that it has the the sword going through the Z. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this one, the sword's all battered, and it's like ooh, something terrible's <laughs> happened, um, and it's just it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I thought I watched it, but I think I watched because yeah, I was yeah, one with the voice acting, and I remember I was taken aback by that because it's mm. something you're just not used to voice acting in a Zelda game but again I mean I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not against that in any way yeah. I'm intrigued by it the, and another thing about this trailer it didn't really give much weight it gives you flashes of bits of story but without context you forget them yeah. um, mm-hmm. before you actually see them in the game proper and um, yeah it's, it's just wonderful Zelda's well, always had good trailers mm-hmm. and they had this really strange um, tradition for a long time where the Zelda, they all all the trailers, all the introductory trailers, all had the same music, the exact same <laughs> piece of music, and it wasn't Zelda music. It was from Conan the Barbarian. Oh, <laughs> and there's a there's a Wind Waker trailer, there's a Twilight Princess trailer that both have that music. Really, and, uh, it works really well. And I, I've never seen Conan before, and I saw it. It was on on TV the other day. My housemate was watching it, and there's this big fight scene at the end, which is really bad. And suddenly, this music starts playing. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> why is it Zelda music in yeah. <laughs> great great music going on. Yeah. Um, yeah Zelda concerts uh, uh, two days from now I think yeah, I think we like might I think I'm, we might cry guys I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty convinced it might be one of the best times James has ever had I'm looking forward to it. from this I'm looking forward to the, it the hyping yeah. is uh, like you're hyping it's a bit it's too much maybe um, <laughs> we'll I'm not out. confident we'll about out. many things we'll but find this out in later in, in the end of December whether or not it was any good <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Great. Uh, that's a good um, good trailers you guys have chosen. Yeah, you too. I'm glad there wasn't much overlap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, only Dead Island, expect, right? Yeah, that was the only one I expected it to be uh, more. Um, I'll try my best to put the music in mm. if it's possible to edit it in and then there yeah, was some sound from it at least to get some atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I'll definitely also watch because I haven't watched many of these mm. trailers. I'm going well. yeah, to watch For the sure. Mass Effect one and uh, yeah. the one you liked, which his name yeah. I've forgotten already. Last <laughs> Last yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was great having James. Oh, it's, it's right? great yes, thank you. It was yeah. a lot of fun. 
Um, Very first guest. Thanks uh, for injecting us with some real knowledge about something. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want, if you want an episode on Nintendo trivia, I am your man. Yeah. <laughs> I even know why they're all named by their names. <laughs> I can't have a notice no one offered me a crisp this whole time. These were just freestyle. You can just have them. Yeah. yeah Not while recording that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's not very pleasant to listen to, I assume. <laughs> but no, that's fine. <coughs> um, so, that's so I guess that's it. Uh, if you liked the episode, feel free to leave a rating and uh, tell a friend about it so we can get more listeners. How, how many stars suggest they leave? So how how many stars? I would say somewhere uh, between uh, four, uh, and five. four and five. Oh, <laughs> more than well, four. No, no less than five, I would say. Good to know. Good to know. Five, five. <laughs> and uh, yeah, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Walter bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>